0: What's up guys? Welcome back to Rip City Rundown. We have the trade deadline review podcast for you. It's just the two of us we're recording this at 3:49 Eastern Time, so just 49 minutes post the trade deadline officially passing. Um this is our not quite initial reaction. We thought about it a little bit, but this is still a pretty early reaction. We could have a different opinion in the coming days, but we uh the Blazers made moves, and we're we gonna talk about them. I I don't know, Wes. What do you want to start off with? Like, just if you had to give a grade, I don't know. Can can you even do that? Um,
1: hard because I was actually kind of fine with the trade deadline before the GP move. Um the gp
0: move is kind of, kind of sour soured the deadline for me yeah, personally. Yeah, it's it's
1: only because I, I just don't like gp for 5 seconds. Like first of all, the amount of second round picks just flying around the league is kind of funny, but I didn't even know um, it was like
0: you were allowed to send that many picks.
1: Yeah. In a row, but I get a lot of people are upset at the fact that the Blazers did not get significantly better. I will say I think we have more assets now um and i think this is the blazers are kind of portraying that they are gonna try to do something in the summer which kind of sucks but also like i feel like as soon as katie went to phoenix like you're not just gonna sell you're not just gonna sell the future right now just to because you're not beating phoenix you would literally need a bunch bunch of pieces to beat phoenix so i
0: mean no matter no matter what we did we were never gonna like really be a contender.
1: It is funny, though, that the Lakers got Bamba and Vanderbilt.
0: Yeah, the Lakers just snatched two to probably the two guys I wanted most.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, let's just, let's get through each deal. Okay, I want so oh, to
0: quickly uh, say that another thing with the Blazers came out, we have waived um, Greg Brown. Just unfortunate. We've had our Greg Brown moments on the podcast. But yeah, we're waving. Man, it. I didn't know we had to fun. still wave somebody, but
1: no, that yeah. Makes so sense. Let's let's go through the go through the deal. So Josh Hart for Cam Reddish, Ryan Archidiakono, Svea McKay and a first that's protected. Of so although the next will probably make the playoffs, so that's especially first, with yeah the Josh. Yes, like picking up Josh. Yes, so that first will probably be ours by the time the year's over. Mm-hmm. Um, I was chill with that move. Obviously, I people were upset i guess that cam reddish is not good and it's like you know like what are you gonna get for the fact we got a first for josh hart is impressive i think uh cool with that
0: thing the thing i saw a lot was uh national media people from outside of portland were saying how this was a very solid deal you get something for a guy you're probably gonna lose the fact that they got a first like you said is pretty surprising um but, you know, the people in Portland are like, bad trade doesn't help us win now. And I just wish the front office would actually come out and say it and say, like, we're going all in in the summer. Well, they can't say that, yeah, actually. You like,
1: can't, because then you just give so much leverage to other yeah, teams. But
0: I just, like, wish somehow, like, they would say, like, we're building it up for the summer. And, like, if we don't yeah, do but- anything then, then come after us. I know you, you, can, you, have I to, know you literally can't do that. You
1: but. have to assume that that's what. A GM is trying to do, and but I I get why Blazer fans are so paranoid because the guy who was in charge for the last decade didn't do that. Yeah, and now people are grading Neal on the same level mm-hmm. as grading Cronin, and Cronin's had a year, six months, a year. Yeah, it's about a little, about a year. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. People need to. No,
0: I'm I'm just like I just straight up. I know, like on Twitter and stuff, we've been very like. We've liked the trades. I think, other than the GP trade on an individual level, all the trades are solid. I will say, though, like this is not a successful deadline, in my opinion. No. I don't, I, I just, I honestly don't know if there truly was a clear path to a successful deadline in the first place. I think that, like, sure, we could have, if we could have got Bomba, if we could have got Vanderbilt, if we could have not overpaid for a good three, then yeah. But, that Kevin Durant trade, just I don't even know how it changed. I just know it changed something probably within the Blazers. Um, we don't move on from Nurk, which is a very interesting thing. And I, I think as time got it got closer and closer, like I was like, okay, we're we're gonna keep him, especially with the quote coming out that he said, like Joe told yeah. him that he wasn't gonna get traded.
1: Yeah, and I want people to realize that we're not like we're not Roe Joe Cronin. We're not. Like we're just like we're just I have more of an understanding now that neutral. like just there's so many people who are anti Joe Cronin right now because he's not trading for OG, but then it's like okay if we had traded for OG, you probably would have to overpay for him, and then people would say, oh, Blazers got fleeced, and it's it's you know no one can be happy, and that's fine, and you just have to accept that there's going to be some really just dumb people out there and it's fine but yeah i was getting pretty upset today not just like i don't know what people are expecting like you yeah especially
0: just like this season in general like where people actually like we go back to it from the beginning like where people expecting us to like I, i it does stink that dame's having such a good year and we're 27 and 28 but like i'm not mad about where we're at because this is like how i expected. If we were a better team, if we were 37 and, not 37, that would put us atop top of the list. If we were, say, like 34 and 24, and we didn't make any moves, then I would be like, okay, we kind of have a window here. We can maybe maybe go on a run here because we clearly are showing that we're good. But I don't think there was any type of move. Like people saying we should have done Kevin, the Kevin Durant trade. If you take out, you probably are trading Simon's heart, Sharp, picks in the series you're trading so much In we don't have picks <laughs> we're sh- that we can't strip our team to the point that phoenix is because Fe- or phoenix isn't even stripping their team they kept their three best players uh, you could argue mikhail's better than three Aiden. three big cornerstones of their team we would not have i'm that.
1: taking bridges over Aiden and paul i i
0: yeah that's why i said that's why i was like
1: yeah but
0: but like yeah no you, phoenix
1: yeah. phoenix had a had a chance and the Blazers aren't aren't at that level yet. Like, when people are like, why didn't the Blazers get Durant? Uh, what are the, how are the Blazers going to compete with four unprotected picks? Bridges, Cam Johnson, and Jay Crowder. Like, you, you, you can't it
0: was just compete Over with that. time, I was just like, I'm kind of glad we didn't get Jay Crowder. I feel like he's like...
1: He also went for five seconds. Like, dude, yeah. five Sidney seconds. Kubei went for
0: five seconds.
1: I don't get the fuck. No,
0: like, James Wiseman. Or both I'm confused.
1: of them. Okay, but pretty much we just, we treat out goes.
0: Out goes heart. Out goes
1: heart, GP2, and
0: Makai Luke. Well, no, we got Makai Luke from heart. Well, yeah, but then we. But it's, it all originated from heart. So it's literally just like heart and GP for for
1: a first Cam Reddish, Matisse Thiebel, in five seconds.
0: And technically still Ryan (laughs) Archandiakono? Oh, an Archandiakono, baby. (laughs) Who was a dog in college, by the way? I feel like we do. We not trade one more player. No, we traded the second round pick, and we threw out a second. Yeah, along the way, but I don't know, man. It's, I mean, in a way, it's
1: when when you're like, okay, you're you're sending out GP two, and you're bringing in Thibault, but you're also bringing along pretty much four second round picks because you had to send one out, and you got five back. I mean, they're kind of the same player. Yeah, this I is how this is, this is how I look
0: at it. I think Tybell Th- and GP, GP's a little better offensively, but GP clearly there was just like something was not like he didn't fit in Portland. Like there's just swear, something. Dude. Warriors players come over to
1: Portland and just sell so and go back. That's what but, did.
0: But you can look at it as the, we got a free free uh free 5 seconds cuz it felt like GP had never even left the Warriors in the first place. That's yeah. what I saw <laughs> someone on Twitter. I was like that's the I I tweeted I was like Alright, Cronin haters, this is you you finally win. This is a trade I don't agree with either. The only good the only thing is cause someone said like that. But on anyway, a individual basis, is there a deal that you technically liked the most? I mean it's between the Diable and the Heart Heart. I would probably say
1: the the heart deal.
0: I think because so. Because
1: I can see it being a the case where obviously you get a first, that's an asset. And then, you know, hopefully Dame can kind of mentor Cam Reddish. I'm not saying Cam Reddish turns into a viable starting caliber player, but I think swinging on Cam Reddish is good because I think there's a very high chance by the time he leaves Portland, he will have higher trade value than what he just had. So hopefully yeah. you're, you're earning, you're making a net positive there because I don't think, I think Cam Reddish's stock was so low. Dude, we got him and a first for Josh Hart on like an expiring contract.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to pull up Cam so, Reddish's
1: We're still small.
0: Like we got long, for, we got we got man, a little longer. You guys remember Cam Reddish in the playoffs, he played four games in that Hawks run to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Um 23 minutes a game. He averaged twelve points a game, three rebounds. On 53% from the field, 64% from three.
1: Look, look. It's... We're now going Dame, Ant, Nas, Grant, Nurk, with Eubanks, with Winslow if he's healthy,
0: Reddish, Thighbull. Sharp. Sharp. It's like... Oh my yeah, god. I was like, we need, a, we need someone that can score the ball.
1: Yeah, I mean... It's that's it's interesting. Um, but the point is, I don't think the bla I'm really not that mad to be honest.
0: I'm not mad. I'm just like I'm neutral. And I'm like I don't think I'm we got honestly, worse or I'm better. Just, I'm indifferent. I really don't think we got that worse.
1: I'm indifferent because the Blazers were not going to be judged by the timeline. Or sorry, by the trade deadline. So we're going to be Joe Cronin will be judged in the summer. If here's a perfect example. Last year at the trade deadline, we're trying to get Jeremy Grant. And news is that, like, we kind of might have to overpay for them. We just wait till the summer and get them on a little bit of a better deal. Who knows? That could happen with OG. That could happen with Mikhail Bridges. It won't happen with Mikhail Bridges. But I'm just saying, like.
0: There's yeah, definitely guys that could happen with.
1: Sure. Yeah. Like, the, the net, or it's not the nets. The Raptors became buyers for some reason. Like, they got Pirtle.
0: Yeah, very so weird to see the to Raptors get, not like, sell anybody. Like, but bulls. yeah.
1: Well, I'm just like from a raptor standpoint, you're now kicking the can down the road with OG. So I think I want to say definitely, that. He's definitely, losing,
0: he's definitely losing value because he's gonna yeah. get closer and closer to when he's gonna have to get paid. So yes, exactly.
1: So I think if you're the Blazers, you really you revisit that in the summer, you have some assets in the summer, hopefully, you know, a few guys continue to play well, whether that's sharp maybe reddish finds a a second wind you know because if we're being honest for cam reddish he's burned out in two places so if you burn out in three
0: i'm not gonna get a fourth chance so uh, hopefully he comes locked in and i i i i I don't want to be blind to the fact that yeah he's burned down two places but he also hasn't had like a steady place where he can make mistakes and still keep playing he's kind of had a very short leash i I don't want to say he's not going to get that, but I think like you have to get him a long leash if you want to justify this hard trade in the eyes of the fans. Not that they care, I mean, but...
1: If you're looking at, I don't know, right now, it's really Phoenix. Denver. Denver. Probably the Clippers at this point. They got, um, I think they got Bones Highland. That was a weird one. Yeah, I I have. Pauls Bryant I'd, to the Nuggets, dude. The Western
0: the I have Western not Conference been going. like really following the Nuggets closely, but from everything I've read, Highland has been the worst defender in the NBA and like can't shoot. Recently, I would not have known that given the fact that he shoots the ball well against the Blazers, but yeah. Um, yeah, but I think trying to think about how I want to word this. I think that, like, Joe, for everyone saying that, it's the same thing Neil said. They have a point. But the main difference between Joe and Neil is Joe at least has made a big move before. Joe's made the two biggest transactions in the last, what, five, ten years for the Blazers, and it's trading CJ and trading Norm and Cove. So nice, yeah. Yeah. I feel like... He he's made, and everyone can clown him for like for the people saying like the CJ deal's bad, the Norm deal's bad. I I just I can't really say they have been. They they weren't bad deals. I think I thought that, the CJ
1: deal ended up working out.
0: I think the CJ deal was great personally. You know, because
1: yeah, you got Jeremy from it, and you got another first round for Hart.
0: Yeah, you're getting reddish. You got Jeremy, reddish, no, first for CJ McCollum, who was at the time. Probably looked at as having one of the worst contracts in the league, so now uh, let's nurk. Yeah, it'll it'll be. I can't. I can't. I can't lie and say I'm excited right now about what, what we did. No, but I'm also. I'm not making. But I'm not. am not. am not. Burn, burn. down the front office and
1: fire Joe. No, and and for the people who think Joe Cronin's a bad GM, like how can you come to that conclusion a year in? When you, like, we all, like, Olshay was given... Oh, we hand. got Kevin Knox, too.
0: Carry on. <laughs> well, I com- that just shows how little I care about that. That's funny. I mean, look,
1: here's here's the difference. Or here's where Joe Cronin is going to be. Like, this is where... It. Where, <laughs> I don't know how to say this, but... When... Right now the Blazers are in asset accumulation mode. When the opportunity presents itself to swing, go for it. That's 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 when it's going to matter. Like right now, like who, what player could we have gotten right now that it's going to make us a championship contender yeah. that we realistically can get and Definitely. have the best package for. Yeah. Maybe OG if you're throwing
0: yeah, like, I just, I just don't think right now we were ever gonna be able to make. Uh, exactly. Other, other than like, we literally we did what I expected to do. We just didn't get the players I expected to get. We made These small Twitter moves GMs around man. the edges.
1: These Twitter GMs think that every player is available for whatever well, price actually, they want.
0: Wait, 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 wait! I might have actually yeah. s- oh. predicted we were gonna not predicted we were gonna get reddish, but no, I didn't. Never mind.
1: You, you remember that like leading up to the trade deadline, we were all like talking about Bomba, Vando, we were talking about Gafford, we were talking about Newell, and then you were like, it's going to be someone who we haven't talked about at all. That
0: was Thiebel. Hadn't talked about Thiebel at all. Reddish, you know, we that we actually did talk about a little bit. I honestly didn't really see a world where GP was going to end up getting traded just because, but I think, but, but once we got, just, once we, back, 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 to, the back Warriors, to the Warriors. Bro. Back to the Warriors. um. The it, guys. It's kind of funny
1: though, you know. It is kind of funny, like when like when you think about it, GP gets to go back, and like you can get mad at GP because he like kind of, I don't know if he gave his all here, and he gets to go back to a nice little easy situation where he's got all his homies. So it's kind of annoying. But the Warriors were like in, in the offseason we don't want to pay GP too Blazers legendary, like, we'll,
0: legendary finesse, sir Blazers are
1: like, we'll pay him,
0: and then we'll just give
1: him back to you at the contract that we paid him for five picks.
0: You know. I gotta say the Warriors, like good job by GP and the Warriors on that because, hey, we could you can find value in the second round, but I'm no, just saying. I like,
1: was saying good job for us.
0: Oh, I I think I think at the end of the day, if you told if you if we did this in the off season, like we signed him just to get our five first round picks, then sure. Second, but like it's just not like not way, not, not, <laughs> not first, second round picks. Just the way it went down was just so odd. Played what yeah. 13, 14 games with us. But it, it it
1: honestly makes sense because once you got Fibel, it was like those are kind of yeah, the Yeah, that's players. why I was like, I
0: could see them um, end up going down.
1: So where do the Blazers go from here? Because, like, people are going to say we have no chance this season, and in a way they're kind of um, right. Yeah.
0: We, like, I'm a, are
1: we still we competing for the for the postseason here?
0: We're, com- we're absolutely still going to compete for the postseason, I think.
1: Um, Dude, I'm just saying, the the Blazers are still – Even though that
0: would be a – an interesting little twist. Not saying we tank, but if we ended up getting a lottery pick, it's another big asset. Because, like, let's be honest, we're not winning anything big this year. I don't have confidence we'll win in the first round. I was going to
1: say that the only chance that we're interesting. like... It, it, look, it's the Suns to lose, to be honest. They still need to be healthy. Like, there's always... Still need there, like, there's going to be... I think they'll there's work There's going to be one, one or two better, teams... Yeah. There's one or two teams every postseason that literally crash and burn out out, out of the playoffs, and then you know, you go you check the temp over there, what players are available, yeah, who could you that know? Be? Who could that? Like be? The Cavs, the Cavs just burn out. The Cavs Man. drop in the first round. Jared Allen, come to Portland.
0: <laughs> Maybe like the Clippers. Go get yeah, Paul George, it's... or like or buy low on PG.
1: Low key, like the Grizz.
0: Who I guess, yeah, Jaron, maybe. I don't know. I that's mean, that's I an would interesting freaking that strange That's <laughs> an interesting, uh, that's uh, it's impossible to predict, though. Gen-
1: so. Genuine question Would you trade like, would you be willing to part ways with Grant and whatever for Jaron Jackson Jr.?
0: Depending on what, whatever it is, then yeah.
1: But yeah, I would, I would say, well, I don't want to make a stupid one where it's like Grant a first and oh, that's an over, like, I don't know what it would be. Yeah. But, I, like, I, what, I think
0: Jaron's probably more valuable to us. The price Grant. is right. Yeah. Okay. Um, well A guy um, that was a guy that was rumored to us that we ended up not getting, uh James Wiseman. Are you glad we did not would you rather have gotten James Wiseman or five first round picks five second round picks? Because he ended up going for five second round picks anyway.
1: If well if they equate to the same thing, then I would probably rather have Wiseman just because he's big say, yeah. in his size.
0: Yeah, I mean guys with size. Okay.
1: <laughs> if you know, I, you know. I said I like guys with size. Big pause, but the Blazers need to like guys with size, too. Right now, we have no size.
0: we got no guys with size. Um, <laughs> look, I don't – like, my my expectations for the season have not changed at all because of this trade deadline. My opinion of Joe Cronin, honestly, has not changed at all.
1: You know what? Joe Cronin – like, this deadline struck me as – like – when I envision what Joe Cronin was doing, he was probably like, "I'm just gonna, I'm gonna win these trades from a value standpoint, like future value standpoint." And what I mean by that is, he probably, he probably had every intention of keeping GP two, and then he was like, "Maybe you know the Sixers were going after Jalen McDaniels, Charlotte wanted something, but they needed a third team involved." So Joe Cronin was like, "Like what?" Like, how can I help? Oh, if you give us a second, we'll give you Thibel. And he's like, that's a great deal. Sure, let's do it. And then he's like, now that I have Thibel, let's pivot. Now let's get value for GP2. Like, I don't think he went in to the trade deadline being like, okay, I'm going to go get Thibel. And then, like, I think he's just very reactionary. And it's just, with each individual deal, wants to get value. Um, I think he did that. I don't think we got, I don't think we got better as a team. I think we're pretty new. I think we probably stayed the same. Yeah. Like people are saying, we got worse. In my opinion, I don't think that's true. I think because we, I think
0: we stayed the same.
1: Because Thybul is probably low key going to be more valuable than GP two. Because yeah, GP two playing was too. averaging what point four points a game. Oh my gosh, Thybul's going to take one three and miss horribly. he <laughs> better defense. He's bigger. He's longer. He's a better defender. He just is. Yeah. I think he's better than GP2 and then I think Reddish for his role, everyone was complaining that Josh can't shoot. Like Josh is a great rebounder. That's fair. Cam Reddish,
0: well, one thing he can do. I do think I know, rebounding, now that I think about it, rebounding, well, I think is going to be a major struggle now.
1: Hey, Nas is going to have to be there. Yeah.
0: Already having like the limited bigs, Grant not really being a rebounder, that's an interesting point.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not, I don't really want to judge the Team from a from like on the floor perspective, I, I'd rather just judge the front office. And I mean, look, the Blazers also shed salary. I mean, again, I get it's so annoying that we're talking about the Blazers saving five million in in salary cap, and oh, we got some second round picks, and oh, we got a a first round. You know, I, Blazers fans are tired of that. We want the big name, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: but Neil over the years he would do the same thing just work around the edges to create the opportunity but he would just never pull the trigger he would never pull the trigger on the big move Mm -hmm. joe is in that accumulation step you cannot judge the man yet like you he he has to get the assets if he gets all these assets and then does nothing about it and sits on his hands then we can fire joe cronin we can go protest in the streets about how joe cronin should not have a job Mm -hmm. but it's just like you. People need to understand that your reaction. Like, I'm going to remember your reaction when you're like, "Oh my gosh, Cam Radish in a first, so bad for Josh Hart, who's on an expiring deal, by the way." What if that first is used in an OG trade in the summer? Now all of a sudden you're like, "Damn, that's a big first because we didn't have any because the former GMs are dumb."
0: I like, think um,
1: swap because of the Bulls thing with Nance or whatever.
0: I at the Blazers front office isn't a. Honestly, probably a terrible position that uh, they are because they have Damian Lillard, who they owe one big opportunity to win that, a championship. That, that's and it's not local, gonna it's it's gonna elephant in the room. It. It's that's it's not it's not good for team building. If a completely new GM came in, I if we had hired a new GM that wasn't from in house, I have a strong feeling that they would be taking calls for Damian Lillard left and right to wipe their hands clean and figure out what they want to do. But Joe Cronin has been with the Blazers in some role since like 2005 or something. He wants to give Damian Lillard a chance. He is going. There is going to be a season, whether that is next season or the next, most likely next season, where he is going to try to give Damian Lillard the best chance he's ever had to win a championship. And it probably is going to hurt us in the long run. That, but that is the there, I, I see zero percent chance that Dame never gets his big opportunity. He has got to yeah. be patient because if Joe Cronin doesn't do that, that is like a low-key that's probably why he even got the job yeah like
1: that is the elephant in the room that i feel like people it's just the elephant in the room like imagine if dame asked out long term that'd probably be great for the blazers mm-hmm. you no know, a haul for dame would get bro yeah but you owe it to him and he's
0: and it's We've really hard. Him. It's it's really hard to be a GM right now for the Blazers when everyone around the league knows you're desperate to get Dame talent. He has to be so particular, meticulous, and accumulating his talent like he uh, he kind of is doing right now. So you ha- you have to look at it from all of that. I, I don't want to try to make excuses, but that's literally kind of what I'm doing right now. And
1: in yeah, and again, like I said, the Neil thing. He took years to accumulate stuff, never pulled the trigger. And so you got to give Joe a chance to have an opportunity to pull the trigger. And then, like, people look at teams like the Suns, for example. They're like, well, how come the Suns were able to go get Kevin Durant? Because they were freaking trash for years.
0: And they just got new ownership, too, which is very And they got new
1: ownership, but they also – they drafted Booker. They drafted Aiton. They got Bridges in a draft night steal. Yeah.
0: And they – and then. But they by, signed. They, that. they 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 no. They traded for CP three. They made a risky trade, and like traded like a first round pick and sal and salary filler. But he could, no one wanted him because he was thirty six and aging and on a bad contract, which is still like technically a bad contract. But like that's exactly what they needed.
1: But they 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 hit in the draft. They accumulated talent, and then yeah. they pulled the trigger when they needed to. And, and people were clowning known.
0: the Cam Johnson the Cam Johnson draft, including myself. Back when they drafted Cam Johnson 11th overall. Yeah. Infamous moment for me.
1: <laughs> I will say though, like, if the Nets, I think the Nets are the team to watch coming, in, the Nets and Raptors come going into the summer. Because mm-hmm. the Nets have, oh, not OG, Raptors have OG. Nets have Dorian Finney Smith, McHale Bridges, Cam Johnson, Royce O'Neal. Claxton. Claxton, but I'm just saying from like a wing perspective. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blazers need a three. Mm hmm. If the Blazers, I'm going to say it right now. If the Blazers got Mikael Bridges and a decent big, like call it
0: decent starting big. Just, yeah. You know. A classic Miles Turner. We'll just say that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good-ass team.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It,
1: it's, it's frustrating. I, I'm frustrated. I am. But I feel like
0: I'm not frustrated. I don't know what I am, though.
1: But people were like... Just pondering. If this is, oh, if this is the... After the Josh Hart move, if this, is, if this is the only move, I am going to kill Joe Cronin. Yeah, he made sad. more moves, people. Yeah.
0: I actually like the Thibault trade, bro. I First off, I love Thibault As, a, as a guy. First off, Thibault. Remember Thibault in the bubble, his vlogs? Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. And he's just he's a good guy. I like Cam Reddish. I liked him at Duke. I, I, I root for UNC, and I really liked Cam Reddish at Duke. He's got one of the silkiest jump shots ever. Look, Dame. We all talk about how great of a leader Dame is, and how much of an NBA player whisperer he is. Look, Nurk was not good when he came, and Nurk turned into a very good center. Not very, very good. A very yeah, he, he, solid he was, NBA center. If if we all if we have all this chatter that Dame is the best leader in sports trust him to to get cram reddish's talent out of him maybe huh i said if, if dame is the so-called best leader in sports yeah then then give him give him some chime and trust him to get some talent out of Cam Reddish, get some production out of him so
1: yeah i mean how about this deal i was just going through what was just timeline <laughs> this is the biggest npc deal of the the whole deadline the Hawks are trading Justin Holiday and Freight Kamansky to Houston for Garrison Matthews and Bruno
0: Fernando. At least we're not oh the, my Rockets gosh, no, there's some, the Rockets. Oh, the Rockets, Rockets back. traded back for John Wall. And did you see the interview John Wall did when he was trashing how much, how bad the Rockets like just thing is? I know. Well, um, okay, what was I about to say? Shoot, I was about to bring something up.
1: Something about the summer or something about trades, <laughs> obviously. I
0: don't know. I don't know. Um, the Warriors? Yeah, I I can't remember.
1: Well, as of right uh, now, the boys are the 10 seed. Um...
0: <laughs> Is Kevin Knox on a cracker rotation? I hope not. I hope he does. In a good way, though. Hope he somehow turns it around. All right. Yeah. yeah. So I just, oh. I, I, someone posted the depth chart for the Blazers now. Or just like they're one through f- 15 in man So it's Dame, Simons, Nas, Jeremy, Nurk. Off the bench, you got Eubanks, Shaden, uh, Cam Reddish, Thiebel, Winslow. Then you have, still have Trendon, Keon, Jabari. That's a okay Keon of all people. I thought Keon had a very high chance of getting traded. Very surprised he actually did not. I think other than Hart, I thought Keon was most likely given the fact that he, he's the fact just that it was GP two. He's crazy.
1: Just such a finesse. Listen, listen to this tweet. Lakers went from having Russell Westbrook and no trade assets to Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, D'Lo, Mobamba, and Rui Hachimura.
0: I'm so, dude, I think the Lakers had a good trade deadline. But like that's just a bunch of just average players. I guess that's what you need around LeBron and AD. But Blazers trade deadline if I had to give a 1 out of 10, I'm giving it like a 4 or 5. It's literally it's doing nothing for me. It's just making the yeah. anticipation even I'll
1: go 5. It's 5.
0: I'm like, just in, I'm. I'm ready for the offseason. I'm still ready for the Blazers to make the plan. I still fully believe they'll make the plan and then, possibly make the playoffs. I still think that's. Bro. listen the, to this. This not, is not some. This is crazy kind of, thing.
1: This is a lot of a lot of players, but. So many players move teams. So just listen to this. Mm-hmm. We got KD to the Suns, Kyrie to the Mavs, Bridges and Cam to the Nets, Delo Lakers, Finney Smith Nets, Dinwiddie Nets. Luke Kennard to the Grizzlies, GP2 back to the Warriors, Crowder to the Bucks for five second round picks. My gosh. Purtle to the Raptors, Conley to the T-Wolves, Vanderbilt Lakers. I mean, just to read out some obvious ones, or some ones that I was surprised by. Let's see. Who is that? Is that KCP to the Lakers? No.
0: Malik Who Beasley, is... Vanderbilt. No, it's in the Thomas Bryant deal. Oh, oh, it was uh like Devon Brown or something, Devin Devon Brown. Devon Reed. De- Devon Reed. Just the salary filler. Thomas Dude, Bryant. How about A- Pat, Pat, like, oh my gosh, how about Pat Bev tweeting uh gangs back together to to uh, to, uh D'Lo like, and then gangs the not together anymore.
1: But like for the magic. Pat Bev from Bomba straight up? He
0: has to be expiring. He has to be. And even if he isn't, like, <laughs> the Blazers could have easily... Uh, this is one of those like, where I like don't...
1: A, okay, that's one where I don't get it. You just got, like... Well, you're second, not, I'm giving him a, I'm not giving him a first. Dude, just reroute the five second round picks, Okay, no well, one we one.
0: probably had to get... Okay, here's what the Magic was thinking. You know, I'm, Before I say this, I'm going to confirm Patrick Beverly's contract because if Patrick Beverly has years on his salary then that's kind of uh, Patrick Beverly contract 1 year 13 million yeah okay so he's an unrestricted free agent this summer and then Mobamba's contract is 2 years 10 million okay so the blazers would have had to trade somewhere in the ten million dollar range. I don't think the Blazers really had the other than Hart, I don't know who they could have traded for him. I guess they if they were gonna trade GP two, yeah, they could have traded GP two to the magic. But I think we honestly they probably just wanted to just get rid of Bamba, get a guy that's just gonna they're gonna buy out Patrick Beverly probably. I I just obviously they would rather have picks, second round picks, but the Blazers needed some sort of salary match, and I don't think we had it. So I don't know. I mean, we probably we probably the heart heart was probably like we had different deals for heart. We probably had a Jetty Osman and something from the Cavs. We probably had a possibly Bamba, but we chose Reddish uh, in the I'm pick. A... I gotta think we got the most valuable thing we could have gotten out of heart. I've been talking about them.
1: too I've been talking about too many mid players today.
0: I'm so glad the trade deadline's over now. It's been too, ever since the heart trade, it's just been nonstop, just like chatter and I'm just ready for the for these guys to come in uniform and the all star break just to take a little break. Just just you know breather. what I'm thankful
1: for though? I'm thankful that the people in my Twitter timeline aren't the GM. That's facts.
0: No, I actually wish they were because, like, if they were, we would have gotten KD and Kyrie for a second round picking some chips. Like, let's go. In a honey honey bun. They would have completely changed the rules of the NBA and allowed us to just bring them on just to bring them them in.
1: Frickin' trade Kevin Durant for a Snickers bar and a lottery ticket.
0: Mm, Man. No, yeah, I wish they were the GM. No. Um, But...
1: Final final thoughts.
0: Final thoughts for me are: Blazers did not get worse. The Blazers got different. they but I think, honestly, just the Blazers didn't get worse. So I'm not mad at all. I'm happy that we got new faces on, because, like, Hart was going to leave in the off season. GP. As much as I loved the GP signing when it happened, it just never worked. It was never working for just some reason. Maybe GP was trying to sabotage for this very reason. I can't I mean, say I've literally... lost respect for GP, but like, come on, dog, did you have he to? He went
1: do to it? Oregon State too.
0: Yeah. Like that's what's weird. You want to know? I'm on a personal level. You remember? The, you remember the movie Draft Day? Yeah. And you remember how? they didn't draft the, uh like, hotshot quarterback.
1: Oh, uh, uh, uh...
0: A Bo... Bo Callahan? Bo Callahan. And they ended up starting that quarterback that had been there and been working hard and play Drew like, something? Speaking of Drew, I'm kind of, like, the silver lining of not getting a big is Drew Eubanks deserves to still play. If we had brought in a big and Drew Eubanks was just, like, sent away... Bro, if we had bought if we had brought in a big, bro, I we honestly I was low-key
1: thinking <laughs> is what I was thinking. Like in my head. I was like, we're gonna get Bomba or we're gonna get like Gafford or we're just gonna get a, a plug and play like starting center and Eubanks in a backup, and we're just gonna like mysteriously like shut down Nurk.
0: <laughs> I'm as much as like from a basketball standpoint, it would be great to have someone taller than Eubanks from a personal level. Eubanks deserves to keep playing because he's played like, his ass off. If I was taking a test
1: and i was gonna Or sorry if joe cron just took a test and i gave him would give him a grade i'm giving him probably a c plus for this deadline yeah like a 79. Not you, quite
0: did, the, a B. you, you did the work but you didn't like you, you didn't go above and beyond and maybe that's because you couldn't do it
1: which is definitely the answer
0: you didn't have the pencil you only had a pen, so you couldn't erase the mistakes that the last GM made. I'm trying to come up with a cool analogy and I just can't. Yeah, but yeah
1: I would give him a C plus because you're getting future assets but but you didn't make it team significantly better. Yeah. But like what do you expect at this point? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see um the Blazers in my opinion I know Blazer fans, we love to overrate our players, but I feel like we ha- we have some decent assets. I mean, Ant, obviously. Look, hey, Sharp, obviously. Want,
0: okay, Dude, we were no starting... Team, no, Gamedi, listen to no, me. no team is just made through seeing talent and bringing them to the team. It is all about development. Like, we have players on our roster that can be really good. Like, Nasir Little... Like, he's not always just, hopefully he's not always just going to be stuck as good. the bench Perfect. piece that can shoot the ball a couple times a game. He Perfect can grow example away. of
1: that is the Grizzlies. Exactly.
0: Like, for example, Desmond Bain. He wasn't that good, as, or he was solid his first year, and he turned up his second year. Mikael Bridges, when he was drafted, he was solid, and he slowly grew over time. At some point, some of these Blazer players are going to have to just become like just turn that it's turn just, the corner
1: you go back to the elephant in the room which is you're on a dame timeline
0: yeah you're on the dame time
1: but yeah you're on a dame timeline so this process is this and this is why it's really hard now for joe cronin because you have to as a gm you're always preparing for the future but you're also trying to get better in the present and he has to walk this ultra fine line of giving dame an opportunity and not absolutely selling on the our future dude, for the to next be a fly in years. the room
0: or to have a five minute conversation of Joe just having complete honesty. Oh my gosh, the amount of things I wish I could have that just to because I I think I know what he's thinking. I just want to hear it from him,
1: dude. I I wish I was a fly on the wall for when he called the uh, Raptors on 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 OG. They would have been like, Messiah would have probably been like, Yeah, I'm looking for three first, and Shane Sharp. Yeah, like I'm, looking for, I'm looking for
0: I'm looking for forty nine percent stake in your franchise as well. <laughs> Hey, 51 probably from him.
1: I think the Blazers are going to go for it in the summer. I think we're going to bring in another Jeremy Grant type player. At the I think three, the sum,
0: I think summer is going to be big. But for now, like we this key. isn't like last season where the trade deadline was the final, final interesting thing of the season. We still got a playoff run to make. Nice. Left push, like, push.
1: Like, what are your thoughts on like in the summer going and getting Dorian Finney-Smith?
0: the team better, down for anything. I, 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 I don't know. I got class, and so do you. Yeah,
1: I got class in like 30 minutes. So
0: Yeah, so that's our, wrap, that's wrap, our wrap rapid, not, not actually not rapid, and not really instant. That's our just initial kind of in-depth reaction to the trade deadline. Um, be civil in the comments. If you don't agree with what Joe did, and if you don't like it, you can say it, but just be civil. Um, let's keep it like you guys are on Instagram, not how you guys are on Twitter. So <laughs> that'll do it. Uh, maybe we'll try to get Cody on the next podcast. We'll get Cody's reaction to the trade deadline and we'll be back, be back to our regular, regularly scheduled podcasting on next, hey, next at least Wednesday. No one, at least no one on the back of that shirt. That's why, that's why those three are on the back. Those are the cornerstones, baby. Um, we'll see you in the next one guys. Peace.